Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hey. Hi. Oh, I felt I'm already so frustrated You're and so lost. Frazzled. I know. It's I'm been so one, frazzled. one up. One well, up. I mean, Bob, being the lovely human that he is, made me templates. He's a dream. For GarageBand. Yes. We're having problems with one of them. Yes. We're using another one. Yes. But we're doing it. We're here. We're learning things. Substitute you for we in all of those sentences. You are doing it. You are crushing. Kudos. Yeah, I'm trying. Yes. Um, if you didn't get my uh, housewife reference. I did not. I know. That's okay. You should. I would, that wasn't directed at you. That was just like <laughs> in general for people that, that didn't get it. I know the word is kudos, guys. Um, okay. We're here. It's a weird being in here with just the two of us a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it is. I miss. I think we're going to start hiring a third person to just sit and look busy. <laughs> right now, that person it's is. It's really comforting. The unicorn balloon. Yeah. Um, my birthday unicorn balloon. It's sadly dying. It's, uh, kind of like you. You're still, you're ill. You're Always. infirmed. Um, but you're on the up and up. Yeah. What are you fangirling over this week? I don't know if it's controversial or not, <gasps> but... The Heather's TV show on the Paramount Network. Formerly Spike? All of that sounds questionable. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of it sounds like I don't trust it. Yes. But I think I liked the <gasps> premiere, guys. You wanted to hate it, too, right? I wanted to hate it. But it's like Heather's meets Scream Queens. Oh, so that's your... And it's that's kind of hard to hate. There yeah. are definite little things about it that I would change or I'm not a big fan of. But overall... I'm kind of excited for the season. Huh. So why have you seen the first one? It's not available yet, right? It is. It's out now. The The first episode? or just The first like, episode okay. only. Gotcha. Is out now. Um, it was out early on Paramount app, who's downloading that, <laughs> and on demand. <laughs> so that's, I actually watched it early, but it's now available. To, to all. The, to all, yeah. So you, you like it. Yeah. Right. I think, I don't know, it's fun. How many episodes are there going to be? Do you know? No idea. Um, and right, Paramount was Spike. That's yes. It? Okay, I didn't make that up. Um, is it just like a normal network? Does everyone have it on their cable provider? I should. I think so. Hmm. Interesting. You're asking me cable <laughs> provider questions. <laughs> well, we know how you feel about yours. Spectrum. You oh, hate. Speaking of, price is still going up. <gasps> Gonna have to make an angry call. Yeah, you go to angry call, threaten to cancel, <sighs> and then they'll give you like two years free or something. Yep. I mean, not two years free, but if only that'd be amazing. Uh, what are you fangirling over? I'm fangirling over. We we went to a cultural event. Uh, oh. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Okay, so for your birthday, we went to see Aladdin, an off-Broadway production, but the Broadway production, it's traveling, um, at the Pantages Theater here in Los Angeles. And we went with friends of the podcast, Margie and Roger. It was a lovely evening, a lovely time. Now, now so here are our list of complaints. Here are our list of complaints. First of all, this is not a complaint. I'm going to start positive because that's how I like I'm to. Gonna, the, can we talk about the best part? Go, is you, that what you're going to talk about? What, well, what was your favorite part? Friend what was like part? me. It's been in my head for we, for the whole time now. Okay. They spent their entire budget on this cool Cave of Wonders set it because was it was the cool. best part of the musical. It was super cool. And like, it was so glittery. A lot of glitter. A lot of glitter. I gasped at all of the basic magic that was used. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I really enjoyed that. Some pyrotechnics. Yeah. I was, I am An still. An elevator move. I loved it. I'm still perplexed by the magic carpet. Like, I couldn't see strings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Problems number one, Abu is not there. Yes. He's replaced by three human friends that Aladdin has. Yes. And they're no all thank you. cliches. So there's a couple problems, that being one of them. Two, 
the genie. Lovable, but over the top. They made him like a stereotype yeah. of like a gay black man, which is a little unfortunate. Also, at one point, he's wearing a zoot suit, and I go, oh, I gasped at the zoot suit. Yeah. I was like, this feels at wrong. At one point, he said, ain't nobody got time for that. He did. And it, it, and then like dropped the mic, like walked out of the However, room. However, entire friend like me seen killed it. Killed it. A guy gave, gave him a standing ovation. Oh, yes, which was amazing and also uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, um, Jasmine's pants met at her pubes they were so low <laughs> if she if like you if we didn't have butts her <laughs> pants wouldn't wouldn't be on Perfect. it was incredible how they were like they did not move <laughs> yeah uh so thank you for that but all in all i mean the first act felt very long second act very short very short it was like abrupt we abruptly oh Problem number three, in a whole new world, at one point the moon turns into the earth. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to believe they went into outer space. They went into outer space. They can't breathe on a magic carpet in space. No. I mean, you're out of the atmosphere. It's too much. Yeah. But I did say, like, in the movie, they go to China. So they go a long ways on that magic they carpet do, ride. But they don't go to the point where you can't breathe. <laughs> you can't, True. There's no, like, oxygen. They're I don't not, know. like, you know... 80,000 yeah. miles. It was interesting. 80,000 feet of It was interesting. I had fun. I have no regrets. Oh, totally. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. But it was also, I'm so glad we went on, first of all, the whole night was like hashtag Wednesday because it was just like, I felt like we were walking in a movie set of Hollywood. There was like no one on the street. It was very first weird. First of all, I love the idea of hashtag Wednesday. <laughs> Nothing just, special about it. It's just hashtag just Wednesday. Hashtag Wednesday. And it, it, there were n very few children because it started at 8. Like, who's bringing their kid at 8 p.m. on a Wednesday? Yeah. So, but it, there were a couple of people dressed as Jasmine and Aladdin. Disney bounding. Um, that was a time. Um, um, there was a group of women who tried to get in with a bag full of oh, food. Yes. Mm -hmm. The women in front of me. I chose the wrong line. <laughs> yeah. They got in, They like, like they were going to a movie or a, or a festival or something and the the woman checking the bag was like i'm so sorry ma'am i can't make an exception of this magnitude and i was like oh but she could make an exception if i just had yeah, like just a had, bottle like, of water a little or something box of crackers no, i don't know but not a, a layer not a layer cake or whatever yeah, that lady not like was a ham when <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to sneak in it was amazing but yeah fangirling it was fun it really made me want to rewatch the movie yeah um and i had a conversation with my husband at one point about going to disney world with our small child okay and he goes well we need to wait and see if she likes disney and i was like what, what? ew like i was like who it's do you not a question no and i was like what what like who do you think i am who do you think she's gonna be like no, we're going to Disney World. Yeah. We don't need to go for like 10 days, but we, we got to go. Yeah, more than once. It was very confusing. Uh, um, anything else? Mm, mm. Am I fangirling over anything no. else? No, I'm fangirling over you saying the word pubes, but other than that, I think oh, I'm... Oh, one quick thing I, I want to fangirl over. I love that reminded you of something. Yes, continue. Um, <laughs> it's kind of... Uh, it's about food. Okay. Um, so... Every time Marin eats a sal a cob salad, she's oh. like, "I love a cob." I love I, a cob. She has said it so many times to mm -hmm. me. It's like one of her favorite things. <laughs> it is. And so I think her headstone should say, "She loved a cob," <laughs> and I just want the world to know that now. So if she ever passes, we can make that happen. Okay, but so as long as we're just putting this out on the podcast, like yeah. a bunch of weirdos, I want to be a tree. Oh. I've talked about this. Yes. So there's like this. So we can do a plaque. Yes, I want a plaque. I want. 
uh, on my tree, I want a plaque that just said she loved a cob. And, like, that's it. Like, it doesn't even need to say my name or I anything. I love that. Yeah. And, like, people can be like, can we go hang out under that weird cob tree? <laughs> like, that's I'm, that's all I need. Let's go under the cob tree and make out. <laughs> I think my tree becomes a make-out tree. Um, yeah, so. What kind of tree do you get to pick? I don't know. I need to investigate more. more Because the, uh, then the next question is, like, well, where does my tree go? Yeah. And you know where it should go? It should go, like, next to the building that used to be the Brown Derby, which is where they created the Cobb salad. Yes. And it just, like, all brings it full circle. <laughs> it would just be very Cobb, Cobb-centric. But, yeah, I love a Cobb. Now I'm wishing I had a Cobb for lunch, but I don't. Okay. Now we can talk about today's topic. Now that I've gotten that out. My Cobb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your Cobb. Okay. So, as mentioned in our mini-episode, we want to talk about friends. Right? Not the show not friends. Not the show. Which we love. But yeah. not, not yet. Not now. There's lots of great podcasts that do that. We ain't nobody got time for that. Um, <laughs> but so what we didn't want to do is just make this episode about like this is why they're good friends because it's like that's weird, right? It's kind of obvious too. It's funny in our mini, you were like, we're definitely going to talk about this. We're definitely going to talk about so and so. We might not. We might not now that we've ne- really like narrowed it down. We've discussed some things further, um, but basically what we did is we took a step back, and I googled, "How do you know someone is really your friend?" And lo and behold, something came up. Thank you to the good people at Livestrong.com, which I did used to work there, but oh, it didn't. That just it didn't influence my search results. Um, there was an article. So. First of all, before we get started in this, this article states that only 53% of friendships are mutual. That hurt my soul a little bit. Yeah. But so I, I get that. You do? Because, yeah, someone might think, like, oh, they're one of my very good friends, whereas yeah, I might think, oh, I met them a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, we're more like acquaintances. I went to a sad um, high school graduation party like that, where it was like she thought we were all like, fr- it was a, oh no. It's a rough, it was a rough time. <laughs> Um, but also, I mean, lovely. She seems to be doing well. Um, but so that just made me a little bit sad that it's like, there are a lot of people going through life thinking they have a lot of friends and they don't. Ah, it hurt me a little. Wow. What a bummer episode we're having. (laughs) Especially about friendship. Um, but okay. So here is what this article said were the ways you know if someone is actually your friend. Okay. Number one. The friendship serves no specific purpose. So meaning like they're not your lab partner or just like your lunch buddy, right? Two, they make your list of top five best friends. Okay, well, that's an interesting one. I know, it's like a circular reference. Like you can have more than five. Well, yes. It's very like MySpace top eight. Um, You can be vulnerable with this person. Okay. You don't have to hide your feelings. Yes. You can be active or creative with this person. And your friendship is strong enough to overcome challenges. Wow, we must be really good friends. (laughs) We're super good friends. So basically what we would like to do is we are going to put these episodes in the context of a friendship, right? Yes. So we're going to start off with some bromances, some dude buddies. Guys being dudes. Guys. You know that vine? (laughs) Guys being dudes, yes. If I have the magical powers to insert clips, putting that in. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. (laughs) Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. So we're going to talk about three guy friendships that we love and how great they were at having the ability to overcome a challenge. Which I think they're all great at it. Uh, 
there's a, I, I feel don't like know. The, right off the guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Like, I feel like the subtext of this episode is just like guy friendships are different than yeah. lady friendships. And like the way that men and boys are friends with each other versus how women are. Some could say that it's better because I feel like a lot of times women are like, friends but kind of like mean to each other yeah, sometimes frenemies frenemies particularly when you're like 14 years old oh yeah but guys are just guys are funny so yeah. who is our first set of dude buddies okay by the way dude buddies now my new favorite thing <laughs> dune buggies is essentially what it is <laughs> yes but dude buddies dude buddies riding dune buggies <laughs> uh our first show one of your yeah. favorites mm-hmm. growing up for sure Corey and chan from boy meets world so did you not watch it I did here and there. You were young. We talk about it all the time because um, it was in syndication on Disney Channel, correct? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. I did not watch Disney Channel growing up. Not a big uh, TGIF person unless it was for our Mary Kate and Ashley show or Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, most most of the sitcom shows, like, I watched during the day. Gotcha. If it was, like, repeated. Okay. Gotcha. But you understand, like, the dynamic oh, here. Oh, of course. I've seen enough of the show to... To know. Okay, so to narrow this down even further, we wanted to talk about a particular episode where this set of dude buddies overcame a challenge. Now, the episode we're going to talk about is My Best Friend's Girl, Season 3, Episode 1. So season premiere of Episode 3. Oh my god. Three. I know, isn't also, it weird? Also, it took until Season 3 for this event to happen. Yes. So... Corey finds out that Sean has asked Topanga out to a movie sponsored by the school. Sponsored by the school. Sponsored by the school. So basically what happens is Topanga has been gone all summer long. Yeah, and for two seasons they have not been together. It was a will they, won't they. And she comes back and as Sean says, she's looking all copper tone. She's all cute. Copper toned. Yep. <laughs> she's very small. She's like the, she's great long hair. Great long hair. And Corey can't get his shit together. He is overcome with teenage boy emotion. Yeah. But he came to school with this plan in mm-hmm. mind. I'm going to ask Topanga out. Yes. It's going to win her over. Yeah. And he, he tries. He like tries multiple times to talk to her, but he's being so weird because he just. He loves her, and he, he he might not know that he loves her yet, but he's just, like, overwhelmed by her cuteness, and he just likes her so much. But he can't pull the trigger. Every time he tries to ask her out to this movie, he gets all, like, weird and kind of, like, befuddled, and he can't do it. And then he finally gets up the courage to ask out Topanga, and she says, Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm going with someone else. I thought you knew. It was Sean. It's Sean. It was Sean. So, obviously, this puts a little riff between the two of them. And so what does Corey do? What every 14-year-old boy would do. He asks out Topanga's best friend. Played by Brittany Murphy. (laughs) Played by Brittany Murphy. Just to kind of, like, stir the pot. Now, my question about this whole thing... Sean has been sort of, like, encouraging Corey, egging him on. Like, you have to ask her out. Like, she's, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's your girl. And then all of a sudden, with his, like, chin-length bob hair, just gets in the mix and asks out Topanga. My question is. Okay. Does he do this to spur action from Corey? Like, is this a plan? Or is he just being a dick? 
it, it honestly the haircut makes makes it difficult to tell. <laughs> it's definitely like a nineties babe haircut, mm-hmm. yeah. Which says to me, I'm like a player, and I'm gonna ask all the girls out. Uh huh. But the episode and the friendship tells me it's all a plan. Yes. And what we know, and the interesting thing about this episode, so I wanted to choose this episode because it is very dramatic. And it's one of those things where you're like, what? Sean, what? Like, how, how dare you? Of course. Like, how I mean, dare you? they talk about it. It's a violation of the gentleman's code. And I think women have the same thing. It's yes. like you don't ask out someone your friend has a crush on or like their ex right after they break up or something. There's all these rules. Yeah. You need to like let it breathe. Yeah. Let it breathe. And they got to like make out with someone else before you can like get in there. Like it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> get in there. Get in there before you get in there. But I think because we know we don't get the resolution to this conflict between Corey and Sean in this episode. What we do get is Corey gets mad at Topanga and is like, why would you do this? Why would you accept, you know, his date? You know that I like you, and he's yeah. like, I can't, I can't say it, whatever. And ultimately, they end up. This is where he asks her to be his girlfriend, and she's into it. But my, what bothers me about this isn't this really isn't about their friendship, but is Topanga into Sean? The, I know because she's not in on this plan. No, and and she agrees to go. Yeah, I think it's like she just. Wants to go out on a date to go see this slasher film. I don't know. It's very don't we all. It's very confusing, but at the end of the day, we know the rest of the season. This is season three. You know, Boy Meets World goes on for years. We know everything works out. Everything works out. Sean and Corey are able to come back from this. They're able to come back from this violation of the gentleman's yeah. code. And Topanga and Corey, well, we ha- they have their ups and downs, mm-hmm. we know. But they end up getting married. They have a spinoff <laughs> later <laughs> in life of Girl Meets World. And I think this ultimately sort of made them stronger. It m- exposed Corey's true feelings for Topanga, like that right. they were really serious. Like he was so hurt. Because if it's a girl that you like and like your buddy asks her out, but you don't really, really like her, like she's not your soulmate, like Topanga You're just like, like oh, man. You're like, oh, what a bummer. You're a dick. And then you're kind of like, Meh, whatever. Yeah. That's it. But he was very hurt and very upset uh with overcoming challenges if this war were a plan that like sean masterminded masterminded mm-hmm. is this really overcoming a challenge or is it just on Corey's side i mean you're raising great points i don't know i i just i feel like it's such an odd choice for sean to just like all of a sudden be a dick to Corey yeah. that it's like because it does. It does spur him to action. It does yeah. encourage him to tell Topanga the truth. I love this because I think it's the most perfect, like, conflict for, like, I don't know, 14-year-olds. Oh, completely. Yes, yeah. perfect. I think it's a great episode. It's actually what happens. Also, Ben Savage is wearing the most amazing, like, 90s outfit. He's He's, like, basically... You know when there was like kind of that swing era yeah. of like popularity? Like he's he looks like he might go swing dancing. His cuffs are like rolled up like over his t-shirt. It's just perfect. It's quintessential. And then that Bob center cut, center part hairstyle from Sean. Yeah. I so just, even whether or not they overcame a challenge, it doesn't matter. They had 90s looks happening. <laughs> they had 90s looks happening. <laughs> they battled over a girl, which is what you want them to battle over 
when they're 14, you don't want you don't want the drama to be too serious on no. a TGIF show. And you want their friendship Although to it be does believable. Get more serious. It does. But you want their friendship to be believable. And I think it's a very fair, accurate representation of 13 to 14 year old boy friendships. Yeah. So I agree. Good job. Good job, Boy Meets World. Okay, who is our next set of dude buddies? Okay, I think this is almost an exception to the rule as far as guy friends go in TV shows. But I also think it's a little one-sided. We can talk about that, too. Yeah, but um, this is a show that I loved. Did you love it? Okay, I loved this show in high school. I don't think I watched the last couple seasons because it was on for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking about Scrubs, JD and Turk. Now. I liked the show so much, I bought Scrub Scrubs at the NBC gift shop in New York City. It's so meta. You bought Scrub Scrubs. They say scrubs on them. Do you still have them? I might still have the shirt. Uh-huh. They were always kind of big. Yeah, yeah. But I, it was like I needed it. For some reason, I think I knew going in that they existed. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is what I'm buying That's on my you, high school band trip. You came there for that. <laughs> yeah. I asked for scrubs for a, a birthday present one year, and I got them. Scrub scrubs? Not scrub scrubs, just regular scrubs. Mm-hmm. No, but I really liked this show, and I'm glad we got to revisit an episode. It's called Changing Ways, season four, episode 25. So many episodes. So many episodes. Did not realize it. Mm-hmm. Um this is what it's about. Changes abound at Sacred Heart as the interns complete their residency. JD moves out to live on his own, and one of the interns, Elliot, gets a job <laughs> offer from another hospital. Uh, the show is crazy quick. So quick. I What did I say? It's basically like the uh, real live version of Family Guy. Because there's it's a like, lot of cutaways. There's a lot of cutaways. There's so much like, uh, 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 and it's like all that inner monologue too. I always forget how much of the show is JD's inner monologue. Yeah. Um, but JD and Turk are obsessed with each other. Obsessed. They've been friends since college. They've lived together since college. Yes. They've lived together for 12 years at this yeah. point. They're I think there is a joke in the show that they're married. Yes, basically. Mm -hmm. So the challenge here that they need to overcome is that JD is moving out and he feels he won't be as cool without Turk, mostly because Turk tells him that, (laughs) kind of in jest, but then, of course, JD being JD was like, oh, no. And so what does JD try to do? Instead of talk it out, he tries to replace Turk. Yeah. And doesn't he call him an ass face? He does. Mm -hmm. Immediately. Yeah, he tries. To, the best part too is that he tries to replace Turk with another black guy. Like <laughs> it can't yeah. just be. He's chocolate bear too. Who is on um, the Sprouse show? What was it called? Zach and Cody, Sweet oh, Life. Yeah, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yeah, he was that guy. He was like the bell man yes. or whatever. I have yeah. a photo the, with him. The concierge? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Um, so their challenge, right, is like. This big change, how is that going to affect their dynamic? And to your point, like, they are obsessed with each other. And they're also very emotive. Yeah. But here's why I think it's one-sided. I think JD is always the one that's like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And Turk's kind of like, cool it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but there is an episode where they sing a song called Guy Love about how much they love each other. Okay. So you could argue that it might not be one-sided. <laughs> so... In the end, you know, JD moves out and he they agree that Turk is going to help him move out. And Turk shows up with the like 82 inch 
pizza. And he's like, I'm here to help you. And JD has already moved out because he's so upset that he, like, doesn't feel like he's going to be as cool without Turk or that Turk's, like, leaving him behind. Um, and he's just, like, kind of a little, like, baby about it. And Yeah. He moves out on his own. It was supposed to be a cute night for the two of them. Like, yeah. pack up together, have a pizza, a huge pizza. A giant pizza. And mm-hmm. then JD moves out alone, which I think is... I liked this episode a lot because all of my roommates have been close friends Mm -hmm. and it's always a very weird experience to move out. How, so that's a great then personal anecdote. How do you like maintain those friendships when you no longer live together? Is it weird? Does it take time? I think it, they do change. Mm -hmm. It's definitely because you're seeing them every day and you're talking about life like constantly or watching TV. You always have someone to watch TV with. Like it definitely changes. Some of them I'm not as close with. Mm -hmm. Some of them I still am. Like it's, you never know. So it's a risk. Right. So JD is like very right and warranted in thinking that this is going to change their relationship. Definitely. Um, and do you feel like he is like, it's JD and Turk. Like there's no, just like JD and Turk over here. Like, they come as, like, a package yeah. deal. I and also know what that's like. You do? Yeah. And so it feels like he's not only just, like, questioning his coolness or his perceived coolness without Turk. It's like he's just purely questioning his identity because most right. of his adult life has been spent with this other person. This other person who kind of, like, excels at different things and is naturally cooler. Yeah. So you're, like, in automatically. Does Scrubs, like, very deep and we just, like, didn't realize? Yeah, I think it is. But the 2000s fashion and the speed of the show is distracting from that. Mm -hmm. It is true. But so in the end, how how do they work it out? They just kiss and make up? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Basically. Basically, JD, like, admits to being an ass face because Turk calls him out on it. And he's kind of just like, but I wanted this moment with you like things are going to change like he addresses the issue the issue the issue he addresses the issue but what he says he said they're going to be different but different doesn't have to be bad right and i think that i really liked that i loved that and i've heard that in other contexts like i feel like i've said similar things before and it's just like it's very true like just because things change doesn't mean they're worse and i know this this our episode is focusing on guy friends. Mm-hmm. But this, the B story in this is about two girls yeah. that are also struggling with Carly something. Carly and Elliot. So mm-hmm. Elliot got a new job and she's leaving the hospital. Carla's been at the hospital forever. She's tired of making new friends. Her and Elliot are so close. Right. And she's dealing with the separation as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was a really good episode. I did too. It dealt with heavy friendship things. <laughs> heavy Friendship things. Yes, it did. But I think that's just a good sort of way to think about challenges in general. It's like, it's going to be different. It's going to change. It doesn't have to be worse. And obviously, like, Scrubs goes on for another mm, four or five Five seasons. Five seasons. It's nine seasons. It's nine seasons? Wow. Um, And so, JD and Turk, you know, and we're not even talking about, like, JD kissed Carla. Like, do you remember that? Like, there's a lot of other drama that we could have chosen. But this one, it was just like, their way of life has seismically shifted. Yeah. Because they're no longer living in the same apartment. Like, what's a bigger challenge? Right. (laughs) Kissing your, like, fiancé or moving out. And 
what I I just like about them is that they're very ridiculous and they have so much fun together, mm-hmm. but they do bring it back to reality and like they deal with real stuff. Yeah. I almost wanted to rewatch it, but it's also a little painful. All of Scrubs? Yeah, yeah. As a whole. There's an episode of Scrubs that I reference all the time, and like I was a sort of casual Scrubs uh, viewer, but there's the episode where JD, like he loves the flower shop girl, you know, mm-hmm. and she gets married, and he like can't see her because she's wearing her wedding ring, and then when she takes the wedding ring off, he can see her again, <laughs> and it's like funny because like when guys get married, I feel like they're like more attractive to like women, and like vi- like it's like the reverse for women, and he, she he's like I thought you died, I sent you flowers. And she goes, yeah, you bought them from me. It was weird. (laughs) It's like one of my favorite things. Uh, But yeah, great show. Yeah. Oh, man. Do I need to rewatch now? No. I don't know. I don't have time. Nine seasons. It's like 130 episodes. Maybe just watch like a highlight reel of JD and Turk. (laughs) And I'll get my fix. I mean, to me, they were the show. There's other good characters, but they were my faves. So that's a good segue because for me, these two characters... Are the show. For me, these two characters are like the two of my favorite friends, like in television, in really? sitcom history. Right. Then you Is this about. a sitcom? Drama? Uh, dramedy? Dramedy? A lot of Vietnam in it. Very real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's Vietnam and Jim, so that just, says nothing. We've talked way more about Vietnam than I ever thought we were going to. Yeah. Who knew? Fangirl Fridays. Okay. Our next one and final one for this week The Wonder Years. Kevin and Paul Pfeiffer. I love them so much. You were literally doing like a, like your hand. Hands your under my chin. Your, yeah, your chin is in your hands right now. They're so cute. They're so adorable. Little Fred Savage. And guys, we know he's talking yeah. to me. I, We've also talked about Ben Savage in this episode. Yeah. Savage wow. heavy. Savage heavy episode. Savages must be great friends. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be like a throw pillow or something. Um, All right, I will read the bio, and then you can talk about the episode. Paul Pfeiffer and Kevin Arnold's birthdays are just days apart, and the two friends have usually always celebrated together. But this year, upon turning 13, Paul, as per Jewish tradition, will become a man. The only problem is that Paul's bar bar mitzvah happens to take place on the same day as Kevin's birthday. Okay, so this is episode Birthday Boy, season two, episode 13. I vividly remember this episode. Yeah. I think I vividly remember most of the early seasons, and then there's some trouble later on. Uh It's like, eh, not so great. But Kevin and Paul share a birthday. Do they share a birthday party their entire life as well? Kind of seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The best friends, junior high happens. Paul has to become a man. He does. He has to have his bar mitzvah. And there's a scene where he, where Kevin is at the Pfeiffer's house having dinner with the whole family. They all love Kevin. They're having a great time. You see, like, the friendship dynamic and just the dynamic with their family. He's kind of like another member to the family. They're close. Mm -hmm. He is completely unaware that the bar mitzvah is happening on the day of Kevin's birthday party, Mm -hmm. which is, I feel like he should have been in the know. Like, yeah. almost like the family was hiding it from him. You think so? Like, they felt bad? Yeah. Well, so I guess when Paul says this, that it's tradition that the bar mitzvah is supposed to happen the first Saturday after you turn 13. Which I didn't know. I didn't know. And so what we're supposed to presume then is that Paul's birthday is March 14th, I think, because they're four days apart, that's <laughs> stated. And then the bar mitzvah is happening on March 18th. All a bunch of little Aries. 
does that say? <laughs> Bunch of little does, What does that say about Paul and Kevin? But in this very heartbreaking scene, Paul's bar mitzvah invitations go out, and he hand delivers one to Kevin at school. So excited. So excited to read it. And Kevin, Kevin, okay. I apologize for what I'm gonna, about to say, but no, Kevin can be a little bitch. That's literally what I said. And to you. I forget. You see Kevin get like worried and a little annoyed when he reads the invitation that it's the same day. And then you see Paul feel guilt and like mm-hmm. heartbreak. And you're like, Kevin, get it together. Yeah. Like you're- Paul feels really bad. And then Kevin just takes that feeling and runs with it and is a total dick and he's like my family's already have has something planned and it turns out it's just like a very lame close family party his sister yeah. leaves during it his dad's not home yet yeah <laughs> not worth it that's what i'm saying at all and so their challenge is that one it's just there's like the surface level challenge that they're you know, the bar mitzvah is on Kevin's birthday. Fine. Whatever. That's a whole thing. But really, like, Kevin is truly jealous of Paul. And maybe for the yeah. first time in their entire friendship. Yeah. Because Paul's going to, like, get this huge party. He's going to get money. He's going to get money. He's going to get the girls. He's inviting all these girls. But really what Kevin is jealous over is that Paul is getting this elaborate celebration. And Kevin knows his family is not doing that for him yeah he's just like looking for validation and it's i wonder why <laughs> i did say that to you and you were like well look at his dad and i was like whoa you just <laughs> broke down the wonder years for me <laughs> very quickly and very astutely so how do they overcome this challenge i think kevin mans up he does paul becomes a man kevin mans up and she did it. She did it, ladies and gentlemen. And he gets it together and goes to the bar mitzvah for Paul. It's not for him. Correct. Although he does say it kind of felt like his own party. Mm-hmm. But that's because you did something nice for someone else, for yeah. your f- best friend. You were experiencing joy with someone else. Yeah. I will say, television does not get away with what happened in this episode anymore. So in this episode, Kevin's having a shitty family birthday party. And there is no sort of, like, monologue of, like, I've been a bad friend. I'm going to go to Paul's bar mitzvah. He just shows up at the bar mitzvah. There's There's no no explanation. explanation That, like, literally a studio exec, that would be the first thing they would throw out today and be, like, there needs to be, you need to tell the audience what's happening. No, you don't. You don't. But, like, people's attention spans are short and they, like, don't get stuff anymore because, like, people be dumb. And I just literally was like, "Uh, mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Television's changed in 20 I years. Know. But he just sheepishly shows up to that bar mitzvah. Uh, he shows up right when Paul is doing speaking. Mm-hmm. And they make eye contact, and I instantly, my <laughs> eyes welled with tears. Just like every episode of The Wonder Years. But I was like, oh, they love each other. Because Paul is so excited. Yeah. And he immediately forgives Kevin. Like, they have not spoken in days, weeks. We don't know how much time has gone past. But, like, they have not spoken. And Paul just... Looks at him and he's like, I needed ah. you here. I needed you here. And Kevin knows that he was a dick, but they like don't, they like kind of resolve it verbally. Again, very dude buddies. Yeah. Like it's, but I feel like dudes are, they're much more about actions and like lady friends are much more about words. Yeah. You think so? They're I can see down. that. Like it's like, I showed up for you. I don't need we don't to have tell to talk you. about we it. Don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I did something wrong, but I showed up and I made it right. Yeah, we're good. 
And then Boys, they, they had the best day ever. They had the best day ever. They danced the Hora, which mm-hmm. I didn't know you did it, bar mitzvahs. Um, but every, it was like really fun to watch this episode because I feel like it's a perfect uh, Wonder Years episode. Like you have a lot of it Kevin is. and Paul. Yeah. No Winnie. Which, You're, thank God. I know. Don't love Winnie that I much. really want to do a, if, if the Wonder Years comes back to Netflix, which for some reason has been away. removed. Mm-hmm. I want to do a series on the Wonder Years because I feel like I have a lot to say. <laughs> a lot of Vietnam talk. A lot of emotions. A lot of interesting dates for Kevin. Mm-hmm. Dad issues. Vietnam. Mom struggling <laughs> with her identity. Yeah. Yeah. And Goes like, back to school. Yeah. Becoming an independent woman. Yeah. Very of the time. Ross Geller. Before Ross. Ross. <laughs> Ross Geller. Yeah. And just like Paul in general. I love the Pfeiffers. Yeah. They're so sweet. I I kept looking at Paul's little sister and totally. thinking Jenny Slate. That's all I could see. Really? Yeah. The whole time. <sighs> so all in all, I think guy friendships have a different way of overcoming challenges than I think female friendships would have. Yeah. Would you have said that before you watch these episodes? Mm-hmm. I think I think I could have gotten there, but these episodes help me see it. Yeah, they really help me see it. That And kind of what I just said, and I did no preparation. That just came off the cuff. <laughs> that guys are much more about, like, let me show you that I'm sorry as opposed to let me tell you that I'm sorry. Um, nine times out of ten, maybe JD and Turk, like, being the exception. And, like, with Corey and Sean, <laughs> Corey's just like, okay, well, I got the girl. So, like. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm not mad at you. What I love about JD and Turk being the exception is that they're just genuinely excited to see each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how I am with my closest friends. Totally. And I'm, I always want to see more of that in television. Yeah. That's... Like, bro- I think Broad City does, maybe we'll talk about it next week, but I think Broad City does a really good way of showing that too. Because they're, at least one of them is obsessed with the other. Oh, yeah. Very like they, Leslie and Anne as well. Yeah. But also feels a little one-sided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Leslie is very obsessed with Anne. <laughs> um, okay. So next week, guys, we'll be talking about some lady friendships. And we'll be talking about another reason that makes people friends. Yeah. So I want to know how you guys... Have you overcome a challenge with a friend? Do you have like a really good example via television episode? Oh, yeah. We need to watch. Do you have any good dude buddies that you love that we missed out? I mean, there's a lot of good dude friendships for sure. I mean, this is like everything we do. It's really hard to narrow down. Oh, man. We could talk about this forever. We could just talk about guy friendships on TV forever. Yeah. But these ones, I think, were very of our era and also just like good sort of representations in the last... 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. um, but very true, like very believable, yes. I think, even in the absurdity of Scrubs. <laughs> they do fight over a stuffed dog. They do, a dead stuffed dog. Um, so, guys, drop us a line, hellofangirls at gmail.com, or you can find us on the Soch at Fangirl Fridays Podcast on Instagram, FGF Podcast on Twitter. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, you know what to do. All those good things. Write us a review. Guys, we love you. Buy a t-shirt. We have all the Okay, you're telling them to do a lot. I know. I mean, you know, it can be over a couple of weeks. It doesn't (laughs) have to be all at once. I understand. People are busy. So until next Friday, guys. Bye. I'll be there to care through all the lows. I'll be there to share the highs. It's guy love between.
Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track your favorite shows and join the Fangirl conversation. And be sure to follow us at Natalie Burris and Marin Zabrowski.